This is a HeadGum Original. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Where do we begin? A year ago, these uh, cops and lawyers wouldn't dare cross any of you. I mean, what happened? So what are you proposing? It's simple. Kill the Batman. <laughs> Here's my card. Bruce, this is Harvey Dent. Rachel's told me everything about you. I certainly hope not. You once told me that we'd be together. Did you mean it? Bruce, don't make me your only hope for a normal life. You're Alfred, right? That's right, sir. Any psychotic ex-boyfriends I should be aware of? Oh, you have no idea. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We're tonight's entertainment. Well, hello, beautiful. You look nervous. I've seen now what I have to become to stop men like him. The night is darkest just before the dawn. I promise you, the dawn is coming. And here we go. This city deserves a better class of criminal. I'm gonna give it to him. No! <laughs> You'll see. I'll show you. You either die a hero, or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. in the back putzer? In the middle of the day, Alfred. Not very subtle. The Lamborghini, then. Much more subtle. I'm Lauren Lapkus. And I'm tired of this. I'm Nicole Byer. And we're so deep in right now. We're covering Batman. This is the eighth episode of the sixth season. 
We are working our way through the Batman universe with the help of fellow newcomers, super fans, and sometimes even people who've contributed. And guess what? This is going to be 14 episodes culminating in a very exciting live stream wow. episode, 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 episode. We're going to cover as much as we can to get an overview of the franchise, but we're not going to get to every dang thing. No, and today we're going to be discussing the second Christopher Nolan Batman movie, The Dark Knight, also starring Christian Bale. So we're glad about that. We love Christian Bale. Yeah. The Dark Knight is available with a subscription on Max Prime Video. And you can watch it for a fee on Apple TV Plus or Google Play or Voodoo. And obviously we're, we're going to uh, spoil yeah. the film. We're going to spoil the hell out of this. spoil every second Ooh, of it. every little bit. So watch it if you care. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine listening to this and not watching any of the things we're talking about. I'm sure Some people, people do, do that. But that's just interesting. <laughs> I wonder why. If you do that, tell us. Yeah, write us a five-star review where you explain yes. why you do that. That's a good idea. I was like, find me on the street and tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, our guests today are writers, comedians, and producers who you can now hear right here on HeadGum on their shows, Hollywood Handbook and The Flagrant Ones. It's Sean Clements and Hayes Davenport. Yay! Hi, 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 hi. Hi. Our first cross promo on HeadGum. Thank you. We got around to it. Big day for the studio. And you have your special hats that I've been hearing so much about. Yeah, let me flip it around for a second so people can see the hat pack logo. You guys are the hat pack similar to We now mostly sell hats. We're trying to not do Transitioning out of podcast and into hat sales. Yeah. Okay. We are... So excited to talk about this movie. Uh, yes. The, I mean, one of the best in the whole character and featuring the most iconic villain, Mr. Lau. <laughs> <laughs> the mysterious Mr. Lau. You hear part- Batman and it just, the image jumps in your yeah. head of Mr. Lau thwarting him at every yeah. turn. <laughs> the, the, you know, going to a country with no extradition. Yes, and- the thing people all remember, yeah. the 50 minutes of the movie that's just dealing with Mr. Lau. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just, when I think of that's Batman, true. I think of him doing international travel to yeah. extradite. Yeah. <laughs> a Mr. criminal yeah. who has fled Gotham. I don't know. I thought it was pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, a boat with ladies? And he swam to a plane? <laughs> I, yeah, I, like, I did like the boat. And that was cool how he was yeah. on that boat. Um, how familiar are you guys with Batman or the DC universe in general? Is that something you are passionate about? I've seen a lot of the Batman movies and I like the Batman movies and I like Batman as a character because mm-hmm. I like detective stuff but mm-hmm. I was not a I was a Marvel comics person so I didn't really read a lot of Batman comics um, but I loved when I was a kid the like Tim Burton movies yeah. uh, and and saw all these Nolan ones in the theater as soon as they came out. Which one's out. your favorite? Me? Well I, you know I don't know <laughs> um, I mean, I like I ha- I did rewatch the original like the Michael Keaton Batman. Mm-hmm. It was like this is great. Yeah, like I love mm-hmm. it. It's so fun. And then I think in my mind, uh, I thought these movies were better than Nolan ones. I have revisited Batman Begins, which we talked about a little bit before recording, and I think I've rewatched that one more because I like. 
the training. Yeah, and I like, I like, that I like an origin story. Yeah. And we felt like it was such a good origin mm-hmm. story. So now we've seen seven. The first in a trilogy, <laughs> I tend to like. I think I like the first Lord of the Rings better, too. Like, oh, even though the I other ones got yeah, more. That's gross. Got I don't more, like any uh, Lord of the Rings. Love, like but I think, Ugh. like, this, the first one I've decided, in my mind, I was like, well, The Dark Knight is the best one. But as I rewatched it, I was like, I think I like Batman Begins better. I think I do too. I agree. Okay, whoa. Okay. Yeah, midway through the movie, I was like, this one's the best one. The one we just watched was the best yeah, one. Yeah, I know. Wait, Hayes, thoughts on Batman in general? I, uh, this one is my favorite by a lot. Uh, I and growing up reading comics, I mostly followed comics writers that I really liked. And there's a guy named Grant Morrison that Mm -hmm. uh, did one called Arkham Asylum that was really scary to me when I was a little kid. And it's about the Joker Man and um, the and he does and he has some newer that's what in the comics. So that That like oh really his name is the Joker Man. Yeah, that's what they call him in the comics always. Yes, that's it. Would be a little much with like the Batman, the Joker Joker Man. Exactly. Yeah, I think it was just the the person typing the script thought it was too long to write man every time. Right. Yeah, and they have to make it. This movie's two and a half hours long. And I think the Bob Dylan song Joker Man had become so popular. Yes. By the time they started making the films, they didn't want confusion. I don't know. I don't actually know if I know that Dylan. Oh, God. Can you pull up Joker Man and play all of it right now? (laughs) (laughs) Seven minutes long. Oh, great. You'll like it. I think that was enough. Sounds vaguely like something I know. Yeah. Uh, I saw this one in New York. Uh, which is in canonically right next to Gotham. And so, like, Gotham is like the city. I thought it was Chicago. No, Gotham is like. In the comics, so Gotham and New York are like just right, just sit right. Oh, next Oh, they to each actually other. like that's known. Like it's next to New York. They're like, or it's not just because it feels. They're like, like neighbors. Joker yeah, Man like, grew up in New York and yes. moved to Gotham, yeah. so oh. he has a little bit of like sort of like other like big city cred. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and I loved it so much, and I still really liked it rewatching it this time. And I also, so I work in City Hall now, and just that this movie is weirdly so much about municipal government. You work in crazy. City Hall now. Yes, I want to know more about that. Uh, yeah, what do you that's do? That's okay. We could do that another time. No, just really quickly. But, yeah, real quick. I don't know what real I work jobs are. in a city yeah. council office. Doing what? Uh, my title senior advisor. So I just, just sounds important. All my famous yeah, it does. famous yeah. advice. Yeah, advice yeah. to old people. Where's but, Metropolis? <laughs> Metropolis is also right next to Gotham and New York, so what? it's it's how are there yeah, so many like cities? The tri- cities. They're it's, all right yeah. there. Why are the cities? That's that's crazy. Yeah, yeah it seems so, weird. They're right next to each other. Feels well easier to do like to trade between them and things like that, and for okay. crime fighting purposes, obviously it's easier. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can go home right in New York and then go to Gotham. Yeah, so like... Spider Man's in New York, Superman's <laughs> in Metropolis, and and Batman's in Gotham, but they're but... all right there. Uh, and Superman's from Kansas. Superman's from Kansas. Yeah, but he but he, but he operates in Metropolis. <laughs> I thought he was yeah. from like space. I mean, we watched him. Yeah, be born. Where, I mean, where space? are we from? You know, this we is another conversation. Born? Not born, like, but where like, what would he say if, if you were like, "Where are you from?" No, Spider Man. Yeah. Oh. Like I'm at Angelino oh, at this point. Yeah, right? but if people like, say, "Where are you here. from?" I would. I've lived here, you know, for as long as you say here, even though that's not accurate. When people ask me where I'm from, I say I grew up in Los Angeles, even though I was born in Connecticut, but from like an improv perspective. Yeah, 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 that's where yeah, I became really a man. came yes. into my yeah, own yeah, yeah. as an improv that's, performer. And that's really how you know you're and that's so much, I mean, that's I becoming mean, like a real grown-up. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Everything before was like whatever. Yeah, being a real baby. Like, having having parents. experiences. Yeah. Yeah. But I love but, about this movie 
compared to all the Marvel movies you guys watched already, and it's like the world is falling apart or whatever, this movie's about the freaking mayor and like yeah. just what's going on yeah. in this one city, which like and you can't like it makes you invest in it just as much as like the you know Thanos is going to kill half the people in the world. Yeah, that, uh, I thought that was a pretty rude idea. <laughs> like, and I didn't understand why. Yeah. Why do you, why do you want to kill half the people again? Okay, he explains it like like at length. I'm, okay, I, I, mean, I haven't seen it, but it seems like something that he would cover. There. I can't do that. <laughs> but let's take a quick break. We'll be back with more about the Dark Knight. Remember in 2018 when border control separated thousands of refugee kids from their parents and deported the parents back to their home countries while keeping the kids in the United States? Well, believe it or not, six years later, there are hundreds of families who still have not been reunified. Although we as a community may feel hopeless at times, I recently learned about an organization called Al Otrolado, which works to reunify families. They provide holistic, legal, and humanitarian support to refugees, deportees, and other migrants in the U.S. and Tijuana through a multidisciplinary, client-centered, harm-reduction-based practice. Since 2018, they've reunified over 100 refugee families ripped apart by Trump's zero-tolerance policy. Once reunited, Al Otrolado helps each family to find legal representation, housing, and counseling that they need in order to heal and get on their feet. Imagine having your child ripped from your arms and never knowing when you'd see them again. We can't let family separations go on. If you're like me and believe that families belong together, join me in supporting Al Otrolado and donate today. You can find the link to donate to Al Otrolado in the description of this episode or go to gum.fm slash charity to donate today. You can also consider volunteering with the organization, which offers opportunities that are both in-person and virtual. The best way to get involved is by filling out an application on their website at alotrolado.org slash volunteer. Altrolado.org slash volunteer. Ooh, do you want to make your mom smile? Start Mother's Day with flowers or surprise her with gifts from the brand she loves. And guess what? It's delivered with the same day with DoorDash. Get 50% off your next order of up to $15 when you spend $15 plus on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now on DoorDash. And the promo code is NEWCOMERS. Listen, moms are a gift. I know that best. So give her the best this Mother's Day. Select from hundreds of expertly crafted bouquets to the best of tech to self-care essentials delivered right to the door. Get 50% off your next order up to $15 when you spend $15 plus on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now with the code NEWCOMERS. That's NEWCOMERS. Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. Get a Mother's Day gift as unique as she is with DoorDash. And we're back. This is the first movie not released in June. This oh. was yeah, from my observations. <laughs> <laughs> this is really the one thing you're like really like locking <laughs> yeah, in. Like they the always day. come but out in June. I guess when it was but released, yes. okay. July. But what date? <laughs> Well, I, I mean, that's well, a lot. Well, if you're going to guess. Oh, my yeah, God. You're going to guess, guess the actual yeah. date. Guess, Let's go guess. Guess. I also yeah. looked at the script. As well as yeah, you I were. I did read the, I read, he I was did reading read the my, entire my script. Personal July. Yeah. He was just sitting yeah. out here. My and, diary. Yeah. Wow, well, yeah. not our diary. I guess get here before your guess if you uh, want to read the entire oh script. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think it was July 18th. 
Yeah. Mm, yes, because you see right here. Well, I July don't, I, 18th. What year? <laughs> but yeah. I'm not looking at it now. What year? Okay. So the memorization. That's of the skill. What year? 2008. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, there's cheaters the, in the house. The cra- it was no, by no, no, no. I remember. Christopher Nolan, Jonathan Nolan. Ooh, at the time, I was anticipating the financial affair, crisis. Brothers. That's why I was in New York to yeah. warn everybody. Put my cheaters yeah. on. <laughs> right. Um, and David S. Goyer. Okay. Or was it Christopher Nolan's brother, Jonathan? He's like, you want to write this or his dad or his cousin it it is his brother cool uh he and my wife are working together on a show right now he he kicks ass amazing that's fun fun fact about christopher and jonathan nolan yeah jonathan goes by jonah mostly uh christopher is british Uh jonathan is not British. How? I think someone told me this. That is, it's, are they hun- have siblings? No, they are full on siblings, then and how did basically that they moved to the states, mm-hmm. as Christopher would say. Jonathan would just call it America. Home. Yeah, yeah. Home. Home. here, Home. Yeah, yeah, here. Mm-hmm. Uh, when uh, Chris- Christopher's older, and he had basically become British. His Britishness was like set. He was British pilled. Yes. He was a little kid and he learned to speak with the At British some point accent. it just locks in. Yeah. And oh. Jonah was young enough still at the time that they moved that it, it had not like fully set. That is actually That's so very odd. Funny. It's that like must a kiln. not happen very often. Wait, how far apart are they? I think only uh, not that far. Like so three like or four school, years or something. Like one but, of them's but Jonah like, has a, a like a Chicago type accent. Like they wow. don't. They, they, they sound nothing alike. That's so interesting. Yeah, it's Wait, weird. It's like that movie we watched, Batman something with Batman, Alicia Silverstone. Finn. Oh, Batman and Robin. Because she's like, I'm from England. Oh, yes, and, we're like, okay. and we were like, No, you're not. You yeah, don't have an maybe accent. Maybe it's like that. Oh my God! Selling Sunset. The, are those little twins named the Oppenheimer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Oppenheim. Oppenheim. Oppen- Thank you. Yeah. So I thought that must group. have been kind yeah, of exciting Oppenheim for them group. when their name was being talked about so much <laughs> on everybody's lips this summer. Um, well, we are going to jump into the plot of this film. We're going to get into it. And we want to thank so deeply the Batman <laughs> fandom wiki because they really helped. They helped so much. They help us know what happened. Okay. Yeah. We love you. So jumping right in. Yeah. Okay. About nine months after the end of Batman Begins, the Dark Knight opens with a gang of masked criminals robbing a mafia-owned bank in Gotham City, each betraying and killing each other until the sole survivor, the Joker, Heath Ledger, reveals himself as the mastermind and escapes with the money. I thought this was pretty cool. Now, I what I'm realizing as I was watching this was I saw this movie when it came out and had never seen the one before. And there's a lot you need to know from the previous one, I felt. But also helpful yeah. in some ways that you had not seen, for example, a completely different actress. That's true. Playing one of the main characters. But you don't know their backstory. No. Like, they don't they don't fill you in that like they have this relationship. So oh, you yeah. kind of have no, to not know. Yeah. And you don't even know through most of the movie that she knows who Batman right. is. That, I was I was going like, wait, does she know she does yeah. know, yeah. She knows that he's Batman, right? the first one. If she's yeah. Katie Holmes, yes. Maggie Jillen Hall replaced her yes but like that really confused me and then i was like i felt like they should have filled people in a little bit on their past yes i feel like they no i guess they really did they say that she was like basically childhood friends with bruce wayne yes and then one line uh, yeah and then it's but it's pretty deep in that she makes it clear that she knows that bruce wayne is batman Mm -hmm. um 
In other movies, I feel like they would have gone harder with like establishing who everyone is, especially because of the new actress, and mm-hmm. just been like Rachel Dawes, mm-hmm. the same person that can you believe yeah. all that stuff happened to you in the last movie, and yeah. that was you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the same person. But That's does she have great. a different job? No. Oh no, because because in the it, first scene they're in the she, court, right? And she was, was she like, in court? She the, works. She was for... a district attorney previously. Yeah. Oh, but we just never saw her in court. I think she was just always walking down the hall and yeah. stuff. I don't think she okay. Like, yeah. This is one of my big observations about this movie, though. Like, for I, I think of Christopher Nolan as like he made all these other movies where he's very comfortable with the audience being confused for a lot of the movie. Like, uh, uh, yeah. and, and then, yeah, yeah Inception and, and, and yes. And, and then I went, but he made those mainstream Batman movies that everybody likes that were a lot clearer. And then I watched this and I go, no, he also was willing to let you be confused. Yeah. Cause that first like scene where the, um, there's like copycat, Batman vigilante. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. That has not been explained no, at all. And and there's other confusing. Batmans popping up and they're beating them up. And it's like, that's not really him. And you're and then they're cutting to him watching. And I was like, oh, he's just okay with the audience being yeah. in a place of discomfort and being like, which I guess he didn't care. Pro- I mean, he probably wasn't thrilled, but switching actresses are just going like, they'll figure it out as they go. They'll figure <laughs> yeah. out how they know each other. But he'll he'll leave it and let you figure it out a half hour later and yeah. doesn't care if part mm-hmm. of the movie you're going like, wait. Who's that? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. The people who are pretending to be Batman, I didn't get that for like a minute. I was, no, yeah, they don't talk a, about yeah. it. Until I was later. like, wait, yeah. what? And then I was like, oh, I guess they're pretending to be yeah. Batman. And they're kind of doing why. a good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except that they have guns. It's yeah. just like, wow, Batman. Yeah. Is crazy. When I saw the gun, I was like, wait, Batman has a gun? But then when Batman bent the gun, I was like, I was that like, was hot. <laughs> 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 uh, the vigilante Batman, Christian Bale, District Attorney, Harvey Dent, Aaron Eckert, who's wearing one of the worst wigs. Oh, okay. I, I was wondering if he dyed his hair blonde. Fucking seen. No, that's a nasty that ass wig. That was a wig. It was sick. Yeah. I, I don't know who approved it. It was very bad and I you hated it. You don't see it. a lot of men with naturally really blonde hair. No, not like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With so, no part, no scalp, nothing. Good point. He it didn't have a scalp. Ugh. Just the most amazing look. And that I think that crazy wig compliments his look. Yes. He has did. basically a cup holder. Um, his for face a dimple is on, like, his, <laughs> on his chin. His jaw is the strongest Strong, jaw yes. on Strong Earth. jaw. You could tell me it was fake and I would believe that. I would also yeah. believe you. And I think he's good, but it's almost a miscast, I feel like, because you are supposed to, by the end of the movie, this guy's supposed to be like the purest good until something I happens I never thought he was good. Yeah, he's got a little I bit agree. of a like slightly villainous you, like, I always thought he was bad. Trust mm-hmm. Aaron Eckhart, like I didn't trust him. I thought he gives off pure evil vibe. Yeah, he's been introduced no. to society as like pure evil, and like in the company yes. of men, that's, and like that's yes. the thank you for smoking. Right. That's the most like, evil character I've ever seen. Like, yeah. Yes, he's yeah. That is the whole idea of that character is he's like the most sociopathic, <laughs> yes. toxic male and he's ever. Perfect. Aaron Eckhart is perfect. It for was that so confusing Incredible. to me though because I I'm watching now that we've watched all these. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. so he's going to be two faced. Yes, and I vaguely remember that. 
not about him from when I saw this a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, so he's bad. Like I just was like, yeah, he's bad. Just assuming that something yeah. is wrong. Yeah. Like, yeah. The turn only something. works to becoming yes. Two Face if you've been like, I I trust this man with yeah. my life mm-hmm. implicitly, yeah. and you're always like, I don't. I, I don't, don't think, think he so. likes his girlfriend. Yeah, I, I don't think he likes her at all. No, I don't think he just wants her. to like get ahead and like win her over. He wanted to get her instead of Bruce or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, yeah. what's he running the he, whole time? It's so true. But he you're looks, not supposed to think that. Yeah, that's looks weird. right. It's, a, it's good. There's like comic booky elements of the movie right. where it's like some of the people just look, like you said, mm-hmm. like the bad wig, I think, is part of like, it looks like you could draw it. Like yeah, you could draw yeah. this character. And like, is it Eric Roberts as like the crime yeah, boss too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He looks like he walked off a comic He's book a page in a way that's person, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had a friend who did a movie with Aaron Eckert and just talked like he was going back. He was going to do reshoots with him. And like, I didn't I don't know what the movie is. I don't even remember. But he just was like, <sighs> going back to. Uh... And I was like, what's up? Is he like a dickhead? He's like, no, no, he's not. He's just like got like a frat bro energy uh-huh. coupled with like super passionate artists like about the <laughs> acting. Yeah. So it's like. Come on, bro. We're gonna fucking do this scene today. Like, let's do this. Whoa. <laughs> it's just like he's like it's just like it's good. Like I he's really like good, that. but it's like he's, I like, like, yeah. that. he's yeah. like it's really tiring. I like, like it. <laughs> like I like that. I like when people are giving themselves up to what's yeah. corny about what we're doing. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I could see how that would be like uh, after twelve hours. I like, can see it as <laughs> yeah. soon as I heard it. I could totally see it. Of like he's really into it yeah. and he has a little bit of a like just the like physicality can yes. you believe it like it's yes. like a sports team thing yeah. for him yeah. but like but we're that's cute but we're in a play like, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have some of those I like it Yeah, I like someone who has so much energy that it seems like they pass away at night like, <laughs> like a, he goes how he turns into like a husk yeah, he doesn't yeah. speak at all to like his friends all. or family yeah. yes. and comes back that yeah. they fully revitalize yeah. like an entirely yeah. new body yeah. like he should like Kevin Hart is one of those people who I think passes away at night. Mm -hmm. I was on the set of Ride Along 2 doing like interviews or something and he was doing this scene (laughs) the director gave him a note. He didn't do any of the note but it was like (laughs) came down the stairs funny and he was like just walk down the stairs and he kept walking down the stairs funny. funny. And I was like this is insane. This man must just not listening but delivering something else that's great. It does feel like they just swap them out at night. Um, and police lieutenant Jim Gordon, Gary, I call him Gary Oldman, but I think it's Oldman, um, <laughs> ally to eliminate Gotham's organized crime. Bruce Wayne publicly supports Dent as Gotham's legitimate prosecutor, as Wayne believes Dent to be the white knight of Gotham City, the hero to the people that Batman cannot be. Bruce also realizes Dent's success will allow uh, the Batman to retire, allowing him to romantically pursue his childhood friend and Gotham's assistant district attorney, Rachel Dawes, Maggie Gyllenhaal, despite her relationship with Dent. Yeah, I feel like I never processed them saying he's the white knight. I feel like they, I just thought they were all wrong. I just, that's, it, that's totally. And yeah. they say it so much and it's the entire like, premise the of the movie. movie, but you're still just like, yeah. Cause no. even at the end, <laughs> this guy, I was no. like, why is he getting credit? Like I was so confused. I truly did not get that, out, that he was supposed to be good. Yeah. Because they didn't do a good it job. It was like, <laughs> they didn't do a good job of showing him being good. They just said it a bunch right. and they were like, people are going to like, you know, revolt if like they find out that this good man murdered people yeah. with his eyes ball almost falling out um but like they should know that by the way it was insane <laughs> it was wild what if it's like a commentary on our the way that we see politicians i mean maybe, oh, maybe it's deeper. 
we like think that they're so great, but then yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but, but Bruce Wayne does believe that too, right? And but it's like the, you so does Batman. Like again, you you sort of wonder if Bruce Wayne is like trying to expose him, just like the villainous Mister Lau, right? But like he really <laughs> does believe in uh, in Aaron Eckhart's character. Uh, but th- this also talks about like his main motivation is to steal his GF. Like that, yeah. that's what the, yeah. that's what the yeah. entire thing is yeah. about. So he does can... want to smash, and the, and mm-hmm. he also yes. like the reason that he believes in him so much is that he has dinner with him as Bruce Wayne, and Aaron Eckhart is going like, "Dude, Batman rocks. Yes. I love Batman." <laughs> and Bruce Wayne is going like, "I think this <laughs> is the real deal." <laughs> That is funny because that it is exactly what like, happened. He's a fan of my shit. I'm a fan of him. <laughs> <laughs> but when they have the dinner, Bruce is like, "Let's push tables together." And then Harvey's like, "No." And I'm again, it's being he's being a dick. Like he wasn't like being like a warm, inviting mayor. Mm. He was like, "No." And then he's like, "I don't think we can do that." He's like, "I own this place." And then they do, and I'm like, Harvey doesn't want to have dinner with you. It was like another example of him because not being... he he knows that doesn't he know that there's something like between them? Oh, that that's his yeah. past. He's yeah, that's like his childhood best friend, okay, and there but might that be was something not there. Explained. Yeah, but I guess Christopher I just, Nolan just wants know, you to infer I'm just supposed things. to know that from the previous. Story. Yeah, okay. he really wants the audience to do some of the work, and I'm not <laughs> used tough. to that. Yeah, that's tough for me. I watch yeah. Real Housewives. Used to it being done for me. <laughs> So at the trial of crime boss Maroney, Dent and Rachel flip Dent's lucky coin to decide who will lead the proceedings. Macaroni. (laughs) Sorry. And again, I thought they hated each other in this scene when they're about to. Dent wins and defends himself against an assassination attempt in the courtroom by a corrupt witness. Gotham's mob bosses see the combined effort of Dent, Batman and Gordon as a threat and decide to meet and discuss how to handle it. Their Chinese accountant, Lau, informs them that he has secretly relocated the mob's money to Hong Kong to prevent the the police from seizing it with an imminent bank raid. The Joker arrives, kills one of the boss's henchmen with a magic trick, suggests that Lau will give them all up to the police if he's caught, and proposes that he kill Batman for half of the mob's money. They laugh him off with one of the mob bosses much. gamble, leave, even offering a ransom on Joker's Sorry, life, and the, the money Joker leaves, leaving Kong? one of the Congress <laughs> behind. <laughs> the money was hidden. He he put himself in Hong Kong, and then the money was hidden. But hidden I thought somewhere. The they don't hidden. say exactly where it was. The scene. I don't believe where... they moved all the currency, and that they show them loading it into a truck from the different yeah. banks. Yeah, don't move it to Hong Kong, and it's Kong still in the truck. The Joker burns some of it later while they're in Gotham. Cross that out. Yes, exactly. Yeah, they're in the Batman Wiki. Now, we got to meet the Joker. Mm-hmm. It is an exciting moment. I sent you a screenshot that <laughs> had the subtitles on, and then there's like the Joker walks in, and he's like, ooh, ee, ah, ha, ah, ooh, ee, ha, ha, ha. And I wrote, I like that. Yeah, I like that too. I hope he wrote that out. I always wonder if the subtitles are based on what is being said or what the script says, because sometimes they're different. Oh. Yeah. Like they don't say exactly what the actor said. And sometimes you go, oh, they condensed this line for time so the subtitles would be correct. But sometimes you go, oh, this actor ad-libbed something else and they just never fixed it. I didn't, I don't know why that is, but. Well, on my show, Subtitles On, we talk a lot about <laughs> subtitles. Is this a thing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we don't talk a lot about subtitles. but Oh, okay. But they're on. 
They're on. They're on. And I and I watch the movies with the subtitles. Well, I'm doing it especially with this because it really helps me understand the scene. And if you're reading, you have to stay awake. Yeah, and I can't be on my phone. Mm -hmm. It's all good. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I like the little TV Lau was on. I was like, this is not high tech. Me too. And it also reminded me of Lost. Did you watch Lost? Sure didn't. Um, Just like mm -hmm. that old TV sort of like coming through. Do every episode. You got to do Lost. Yeah. I honestly would watch it all again. Newcomers to Lost. Oh yeah. It's good. I loved Lost. I guess I'd watch it. Later, That'd the joke. Fun. <laughs> Nicole, That'd you fun. would love it. But would I? I don't know. It's fun. <laughs> I don't know what you would, but it is fun. I still think we should kind of do Survivor. Have you seen Survivor? No. I haven't seen Survivor oh, either. Oh, gosh. Oh, guys. I, what the premise gotta, is just people love Survivor. But I, people do love it. But what Look would you be doing? Would, be. Would, you, would you be starting from season I think one? I'd do the current season. Probably. How many seasons? Are, there's like forty the seasons. The first season was like a million years ago. There it? are the it. I I think thirty nine is starting soon. Or is it? Or is it? Whereas no, I'm sorry. Forty. Wait. Forty five. I think so. Wait. It's but, been on for forty. No, I'm years. sorry. We are past that because I remember that forty no. was winners at war where they brought back all the winners from the first like forty seasons. <laughs> but I want to say that I just saw Jeff Probst announced the premiere date of the new season with 90 minute episodes and and i do have to see now what number it was it's gotta be and i want to pitch to sean here's how i think it should work and i haven't seen as much as sean has Mm -hmm. yeah but i do think you should start with season one Uh uh-huh but then just like pick the big seasons okay yeah because it's some of the first few seasons are like not good and it was before reality tv was totally figured out so yeah. like when it's a not good season it's like a real slog yeah um but i think i know who won the first one a man like named a richard yeah. yeah richard Hunt. and he was like <laughs> and he was like round. naked all the time yeah, yeah. yeah. he was always so naked he uh then committed tax fraud and oh. got arrested based on the money he won or was it well he claims that Survivor said they were going to pay the taxes for it. it's like a whole oh, thing, but no, yeah, Richard, then he couldn't get brought yeah. back. Richard, TV Richard, shows Richard. With anyway, Batman. Yeah. Okay. Batman, Batman. So I we just want to say Joker. briefly that I appreciate that they never talk about his parents in this movie. Batman's? Yes. Well, He's yeah, we got 48 yeah. years old or whatever he is. <laughs> that like... is true, but I liked the way they handled it in the previous I movie. I liked it too. But we now know enough about him. We don't need to yeah, know Yeah, we don't yes. need to know it. And Joker, obviously, Heath Ledger is amazing. I mean, I feel like it's- He was great. It's so creepy. It was very fun. Yeah. Later, the Joker ambushes uh, Gamble. Is that how you say it? At his I headquarters. Gamble. I don't Gamble. know. At his headquarters, holding him with a knife to uh, in his mouth, and explains how he got his scars. In a drunken rage, his father stuck a knife in the Joker's mouth, asking him, "Why so serious?" And offering to put a smile on his face, he kills Gamble and holds out and holds tryouts mm-hmm. among Gamble's men for well, a spot in his know. crew. Well, well, I, well, we don't know if one of these stories is and true. A lie. Yeah, yeah, which one's He's true? He's like when he when he goes to like slice everyone. He yes. has a different story. Um, which Give is them so a Glasgow silly. smile. <laughs> but also, it's like, just kill people. Why tell a little story? Yeah. Just to make him scared. He, that's the part he likes. Mm. He likes oh, to watch Oh, yeah. Them. It's not just about death. I mean, that's why he doesn't use a gun. Yeah, he did explain. Oh, yeah, yeah. He likes he to watch the emotion. He uses yeah. a knife because he wants Come out. to see them scared. So with the help of Wayne Enterprises CEO Lucius Fox, I love love Morgan Freeman, Bruce travels to Hong Kong to capture Lau, delivering him to Gotham Police. 
Lau takes a plea deal, giving up the name of all his clients, and the mob bosses are arrested. The Joker then broadcasts a message to all of Gotham stating that if Batman does not turn himself into the police, he will kill innocent people every day. The police find DNA on the cards the Joker leaves behind. They realize on the next that they're the next on his list. Commissioner Loeb, Judge Sorello, and Dent. Gordon can't move fast enough to protect Sorello and Loeb. Sorello's car blows up. That was wild. And Loeb drinks poisoned whiskey. So this was when they yeah, found, was... yeah, they found all those little Joker cards. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. Mm-hmm. They had the DNA I... of three prominent people. How did he yes. do that? Just as you talk about like the people that are getting targeted and stuff, uh-huh. I, you are sort of asking, it never comes up, but just like, where is the president? Where is the yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where this is city, the FBI yes. on its own? Yes, because like. Gotham goes through absolutely a lot yeah. in this movie. Yeah, yeah. it's and almost, people it's are also yeah. and is the mayor of New York worried? Like they're right yeah, next they're door. right yes. there. Yeah. Joker can it's cross du- over back to his George hometown. W. Bush's yeah. second term. Like where is George <laughs> W. Bush? Yeah, he's like reading books to kids. Feels like he'd have to make a statement or something. <laughs> It would be fun if they had president cameos in films. (laughs) So there is a senator, Patrick Leahy, is one of the guys in the scene uh, who the Joker almost kills uh, from uh, the Dent fundraiser. That was a sitting Mm. U.S. senator. In real life? Yes. Oh, weird. And just in a movie? He's just, he loves loves Batman. I don't like that. Me either. Go make laws. (laughs) Yeah. Don't have fun like this. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so. He's in a movie and I'm not. Yeah. That's that's fucked up. That makes a lot of sense. Be a politician. Oh, why don't I just go do some Senate? How about I do some Senate on you then, sir? I'd like to see you do some Senate. How about Senator, I do some Senate on you and you, just, and you just watch. Vermont, you sit and watch. Of all places. Yeah, that from feels Vermont. like it's kind of chill, though. Chill <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's definitely not used to dealing with a Joker type situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not at all. <laughs> Population is too small. His fear is very What are the real? odds? Yeah. <laughs> At a fundraising party thrown for him by Bruce, Dent privately proposes to Rachel, but before she can reply, Bruce grabs Dent and forces him away to a safe room. The Joker then interrupts the party, demanding to see Dent. He moves on to Rachel, assuming she's Dent's girlfriend, grabbing her and threatening her with a knife. He tells her another story about how he got his scars, that his wife told him he worried too much, so he (laughs) stuck a razor blade in his mouth. That one didn't work for me it was kind of confusing. it wasn't really that he worried yeah. too much either I, i'm that's sort of right. that now yeah. it's time for me to call in the batman wiki. yeah 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 uh-huh. i wouldn't characterize it as okay. worrying well because she she tells him to smile yeah she tells him to well, smile she, and she, then no, he says her no. is, she her, was caught she, up for yeah, her gambling was, death yes. but that's what happens next he goes it started because she thought i didn't smile enough and then she wasn't smiling because she had okay, scars. It's kind of and then so a big I step. gave myself a big knife cut. It was like it was weird. It was yeah. very. It was very like weird. I hadn't seen her the smile. Weird. It's implied let's that yeah. he did the let's knife cut talk about it. to make her smile. <laughs> the guy's freaking weird. He's a little oh, weird. He's very so strange. unusual. Yeah. Yeah. And so much of his yeah. behavior to me is like truly odd. <laughs> I, I, I don't mean, I don't want to characterize that as negative yeah, because yeah, yeah. obviously we different. all have it's our different. quirks. Yeah, it's, but it's not, a lot of it is not for my me. My hang ups. Yeah, it's yeah. different. Yeah. It's unusual. 
You don't see it every it's day. It's not the no, energy sure I don't. choose to surround uh, I'll myself say, with. You know, I'm like heading for the elevator and Joker's holding the door. I'll take the stairs. Yeah. And, and it's just not, no I'm judgment. I'm so lazy, but... I would get it. <laughs> I would just be like, Hopefully whatever. Hopefully the door's closed. It is what it is. Yeah. I once got an elevator with a man smoking crack. Wow. Because, okay, I didn't want to like other him and be like. <laughs> I've had, I, no, I've literally had moments like that where I get in a weird elevator yeah. and I'm like, well, it'd be rude to leave yeah. now. He it's was like, like that's on the floor. True, and I was like, I don't want to feel bad about like he's on the floor. And then as soon as the door is closed, he took out some tinfoil and started smoking crack. Amazing. And I was like, I made a bad choice. I was in one with a guy who was like well, clearly not he was saying really odd things to me <laughs> in a Joker style. Uh, oh no. And I was like, uh-huh. And then I got out and I was like, why didn't I get out yeah. when I felt the energy exactly. shift in this space? I don't know. Mm. Sometimes I feel you. women are too nice. Yeah. Rachel fights back. She wasn't being too nice. She kicks him in the nuts. <laughs> and just then, Batman swoops in to fight him. The Joker drops her out of a window, but Batman manages to save the, her. This was crazy. This Batman Pretty entrance wild. is very good, too, when he goes, you got some fight in you. I like that. And then Batman goes, then you're going to love me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, was kind of, I, it felt like they had a shot for that. It's all ADR. You yeah. just hear mm-hmm. him, and then he's like, yeah. he's just suddenly It must have again. sucked to film in that voice so much. I like was wondering because he's dreaded. Well, he, by the is end, it all... he like Christopher Nolan made it much lower than it than he actually. Oh, God, I was thinking about trying to do it all day mm-hmm. and like yeah. do multiple takes, and it would yeah. just fucking it just be so exhausting. <laughs> it's a Nolan thing across this franchise. Everyone is like the like the voice energy is so insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somehow yeah. I do think it all basically worked, except for I don't want to spoil the next movie for you. But oh, that's no. that's when it really comes to a head, and I think people were like, "Okay, is it someone should needed against... to have a conversation earlier?" Wait, Christopher yeah. Nolan again for the next? Yeah, one? we got yes. three yeah, he's got one more. Yes, except for weirdly, the Scarecrow, who should sound yeah. totally crazy, and is just a the scary, is kind of just scary. Dude. I, I yeah. think yeah. the scariest pretty scary. picture I've ever seen. I think yeah. they leave his voice because they're like, "It's already scary." It's weird yeah. enough. I mm-hmm. did like when Bruce was leaving, and this lady was like, "Ooh." you have a panic room or whatever and then the door closes and she's like what the fuck yeah that made me giggle yeah oh and also okay so he saved rachel in a very amazing way yeah she's yeah. flying yeah, down was, the side yeah. of a building he zooms very down he wraps her up do. in his little cape yeah and then they land on a cab and then she's like let's not do that again <laughs> <laughs> which i wouldn't want yeah. to either. No. she's yeah. like this was be okay crazy. and he's like uh yeah i guess i'm okay yeah. too i'm yeah. also <laughs> your boyfriend <laughs> Um, where the fuck are we? There's oh, so, so okay. much. Yeah, hold on, let me check real quick. Oh no, wait, okay. I'm down here with you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the memorial at a memorial for Love. Joker and his henchmen, disguised as the ceremonial arms, shoot at Mayor Garcia during the 21 gun salute. It, really? Are we there already? We have to be. Jordan yeah. jumps in front of Garcia and is shot in the back, saving Garcia. The memorial breaks into a chaotic riot, and the Joker and his men disappear into it. That mm-hmm. guy, the mayor, that guy in everything he's in. Mm-hmm. Nestor Carbonell. Nestor Carbonell. Oh, oh, I like he's him. Lost. I see him sometimes. I believe he was on Suddenly Susan. Yes. Thank That's you. what I know him from. And he has the darkest eyelashes in the world. It's, 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 it's the eyeliner entire yeah. eye thing. Yeah. I don't know how it's that effect is created. Mm-hmm. It's in yeah. every movie, though. It's so literally it his, eyelash. it's his eyelashes. It's his eyelashes. I saw him at really Rite Aid like a month ago, and I was texting exclamation what? points. What did he have? Red alert, Nestor Carbonell sighting. Did he have the same? They look like that. They just look like that. That's amazing. He looks like a silent film chanteuse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good it's word. Awesome. Chanteuse. 
Uh, meanwhile, Batman tries to get information on the Joker out of Maroney by capturing and interrogating him. Maroney tells him that no one will go against the Joker because the Not Joker Maroney. has no rules, while Batman has a strict moral code and won't kill. He then tells Batman the only way he'll find the Joker is if he gives in to his demands and lets the Joker find him. That's another thing they never say that's kind of cool. They talk about his one rule, but yeah. it's never, he's never yeah. like, I will never kill anybody. But I do, I do <laughs> like how he line. gets around it. One, end of yes. list. It's no doing killing on yeah. anyone. <laughs> yeah. But that's why I didn't like the end. Because he gets blamed. But it's ah. like he didn't break his rule, but he, but I, oh, I think that's, fall. I think that's good. Yeah. Okay. I think keep, that is good that he's willing to, to protect the city. Yeah. He's, he's, he's willing to like have team. his mm-hmm. reputation tarnished. Cause that's the other thing I do want to say. I really do. Uh, is done even better than I remembered where Bruce Wayne as Bruce Wayne is such a heel and is such a like. Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos type, yeah. like doing all these big stunts and really lets everyone think he's a total asshole Which as much as great. possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's such a good, like cool character trait where like to protect the Batman thing, he's willing to be disliked. Yeah. And uh, and I think that that like, I don't know, it makes it all the more noble. I think it it's really well done. The big stunt with the boat that we mentioned and everything. Mm-hmm. I yeah. thought that was great. I liked it. Yeah, it's cool because it, I mean, also I, well, we love Christian Bale and how he mm, plays both so roles, but it makes it feel like more, uh, like the fact that he's willing to sacrifice his reputation is interesting because I think mm-hmm. a lot of people you'd really want to be like, I'm actually Batman. Like, I'm actually a really good person. <laughs> yeah, or even like, I'm, yeah, it's like, like you don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's like either being like, okay, I can't tell him I'm Batman, but they do have to think I'm cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. like, I am Batman. Yeah, at yeah, night. yeah. So like during a lot the day, of at least would like have a hard time me. Yes. With that. I would yeah. struggle with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't even have that much money. <laughs> <laughs> Yet. Yes. Yeah. It's we'll see coming. what this episode does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, A paranoid schizophrenic named Thomas Schiff is picked up by police and Dent interrogates him about Joker. When he sees that Schiff is wearing a name tag that says Officer Rachel Doss, the Joker truly, I gotta say. This man really has a plan. I didn't, he's got so I didn't many get plans. why he was wearing. Like and he says that he doesn't have a plan. It's like, okay, yeah. you got these name tags and You got them yeah. made. Yeah. Like, yeah. But that was That's to like show that she's, that she's next. And okay. he has to that hire someone. He can't just yeah. go into the name yeah. tag no. place. He has to hire someone to, to go, go in and make yeah. that and request. And it's one can't single it name tag. Like, yeah. It's not that easy to get one no, name tag. No, you have to buy a bunch of them. So do you think he's got like a bin of Rachel Dawes name tags? Normally when I get name tags. Yeah, where are the rest of the Rachel Dawes name uh, Dent calls Rachel to tell her that she's the Joker's next target and goes to Bruce for protection. Dent roughs up Schiff and takes out his lucky coin, telling him, heads he lives, tails he dies. Just then, Batman interrupts and reprimands Dent, telling him that Dent has to be the morally righteous uh, protector of Gotham. Back home, Bruce and Rachel talk intimately. And Bruce asks Rachel if he will, if she would still be with him if he wasn't Batman anymore. She says yes. And then they kiss. And I was like, mm, yeah. I know. Wow. I want this relationship. Yeah, me too. Yeah, she just I... straight up cheated on her boyfriend. Yeah, but she we did. don't care because he's wow. evil. He is, he is a bad boy. Like he's bad. But he doesn't yeah. like her enough. He only gets turned evil by yeah, her he doesn't like her. He doesn't like he, her enough. He doesn't react hardly when she's killed in that way. No, he doesn't. He doesn't <laughs> react enough to anything she does. Even mm-hmm. when they're in the courtroom when they're together, in the courtroom like, at the beginning, like so it's like they they seem like they are coworkers who who are enemies. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I found that and that so you're supposed weird. to come. Out, that's the craziest scene in the movie. We just we went past it, but when he's prosecuting the one guy, he oh, thinks he's yeah. gonna testify against yes. Maroney. 
apparently the plan is for him to take the blame himself, mm-hmm. the witness, and then to try and kill the DA, yes. which yeah. is like kind of undercuts the first part of the yeah. plan. Yeah, <laughs> like going back on your testimony is like if you're going to kill the DA, just just do that yeah. straight up. Yes. And, but the and gun then, is Chinese. Well, Mr. Lau, <laughs> so, Mr. Lau so, takes yes, an additional L. Because... <laughs> <laughs> as his home country is disparaged on the record. Yeah, yeah. The stenographer has to write that yeah, down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty nasty. That the Chinese gun. If you want a good jam, gun, of course. I made an American. American. Yeah. It was wild. I was yeah. like, it was. Okay. I was like, what angle What's, are what you is this? pushing? Mm, yeah. <laughs> Isn't we it do. also crazy you almost got killed? We do make But then guns. he was like, I saved everybody. He's they like, just I'm actually walk fine. out of the courtroom together. They're He's just like, happy. I'm like, there could be more people with guns. <laughs> like, no and one's by the way, you. you say he doesn't like her enough. She is like giddy about him She's almost like, oh, getting that's shot. Crazy. If you're not if you're not almost getting shot, you're not doing your job right. <laughs> I was like, okay. But it makes Come her on, bitch pretty, boy. <laughs> it makes her pretty like, horned up. She's like, but if you feel scared, we could go home and fuck around all day. He's like, not scared enough. Yeah. He doesn't want to have sex with her because he doesn't want. Tell the mayor you're having a panic attack so we can fucking yeah, slam. Just, let's go. And he said no. It's really rude. Well, I'm not horny. I'm just not horny right now. You see, let's flip my coin and see if I'm my horny for get justice. Hard. Honestly, funny. <laughs> let's flip this coin and see if I'm horny. <laughs> so at a press conference, Dent claims he's Batman, hoping to lure the Joker out of hiding. Rachel, upset with Bruce for protecting Dent by speaking up leaves Alfred a note to give to Bruce when the time is right. After his arrest, Dent's van transport is ambushed by a garbage truck and semi-trailer driven by the Joker and his thugs. Batman arrives in the Batmobile, crashing the the garbage truck, and the Batmobile crashes when it intercepts the Joker's RPG and Batman's secondary transportation, the Bat Pod, bursts out of the front. I didn't even Wait, know that name. That's called a Bat Pod? I thought it was just oh, a Bat a, Cycle like or something. Cycle, the Bat Pod yeah. bursts out of the front of the self-destructing Batmobile. Batman stops the Joker's truck and crashes the Bat Pod so as not to hit the Joker, who taunts him from the middle of the street. Why not just hit him? I don't know. We just want to kill him. Suddenly, Gordon, who faked kill. his death and had actually been driving Dent's transportation van, That's sneaks when up I behind the Joker and arrests him. I was so oh, glad. I thought he was gone. I thought I said, he was gone. Oh, my God. I was very glad because his whole tears. family, when he had, yes. they had to go deliver the news to his wife. Yes. And that was so, it was sad. so sad. Gary Oldman. Yeah, yes, I was so sad that Gary Oldman was gone. Again. And yeah. I was so excited to and see him so again. he's so juiced up when he tells his kid that yeah. he saved Batman. Uh-huh. Actually, actually, I, I I'm kind of the <laughs> big badass in town. That, it's implied that that's the kid he likes more than his wife and his other kid. That was yes. wild. So that's why he's, that's why know, he's that like was trying to impress him. That was nuts. So which one do you love the most? Maybe you're into some of my shit. That one, not the boy. Timmy's obviously, but you called him favorite. the boy, and I was I like, know. "Did they just not name him?" Don't this hurt the boy. Yeah, I want to shout out uh, Nikki Cat, who plays a, a very thankless role of this in this movie, being the the passenger in the Dent transportation van who has to just like say where they're going mm. like 50 uh-huh. times and be like, if we get out here, then we'll be safe from the Joker. So this is the location that we have to get to. That's and fun. the driver is just never responding to him. Mm-hmm. And he never mentions like, like he's not there. hey man, <laughs> like, are you like, hearing he, he, what he, I'm like, saying? Like I'm talking to you. It's helpful what I'm That's telling very you. very funny. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Dent is released and applauded by the press for his bravery and Gordon is promoted to commissioner for his efforts with the Joker in custody. Everybody seems safe and sound. However, when it's revealed that Dent never made it home, Batman aggressively interrogates <laughs> that sucks. the Joker. They really worked hard. <laughs> 
to stop him from being captured in that uh-huh. last scene. Yeah. And then they're but then just that like, cop hey. lady lets him get in a weird car and she knows, doesn't she? She it turns out that she knows because yeah. she, like mm-hmm. many other people in this movie, has a relative in the hospital. Did we, <laughs> oh my God, everyone does. Everybody's my so wife's sick. in the hospital. Wait, but also, the, do we already talk about where we went through the part where um, that judge or whatever is told to get in the car and like we don't know where you're going you'll find out when you open this envelope yeah. and then it just says up and then she blows up yeah i liked that i liked it too i thought that was fun mm-hmm. she's like huh and then she's like bye <laughs> <laughs> okay so batman aggressively interrogates the joker at the police station who says he finds the batman entertaining and has no intention of killing him having deduced the batman's feelings for rachel the joker reveals she and dent are being held separately in buildings rigged to explode so they're like tied to barrels of oil mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. to Batman, really get them good. Batman races to save Rachel while Gordon... One thing I like that he says in the movie is that uh, they're like, what are you going to do with all your money at some point? And he's like, I like gas and like dynamite. dynamite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the, it, it's all cheap. Like it just yeah. uses, the stuff that he's going to spend. Yeah. His money on. <laughs> of course, they don't account for like getting stuff engraved at like all the time. <laughs> yeah. other hobbies. That yeah. has yeah. a high cost. And his also, custom made circus truck. His fancy that he, suit <laughs> that, he that he said it. wasn't cheap. slaughtered on yes. it. Yeah. Sorry, gas is cheap. Like this it. really was 2008. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm telling you, man. I, you should try film. Up now at the pump, Joker. You're, you might want to just set some of that aside before you set yeah. the fire. And he has I'll to employ like a hundred thousand people who he so kills all of them after yeah. every mission. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I did like his suit though. Mm-hmm. It was very it was nice. well fitting. Yeah. Okay. The Batman races to save Rachel while Gordon and the other officers go after Dent, but they discover the Joker has switched their positions. Rachel is killed in the explosion. And I, I didn't want to believe it at first. I didn't. Yeah. I thought, okay, they had just <laughs> played that. That would be cool if they did it again. What? <laughs> Same thing as Gary Oldman. Yeah, 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 just yeah exactly. Like, What's up? Not dead. But <laughs> <laughs> You're right. But she had said she would, she said yes to his proposal on the phone right before that. Um, when she face- dies, she's like, uh, you know, Harvey, I just want to like tell you something. And then it kind of sounds like she's about to sing Somewhere Over the Rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, Somewhere and then, and then, what? And then I don't up. think I got. I got that, that is what happens, and I don't know if she's gonna sing. She's gonna, s- <laughs> baby. Yeah. What if they were just like, just start saying yeah, something, just, and she's yeah. like being a little silly. She's the like, actors like, and then they just <laughs> do a funny one where I sing something. <laughs> um, just to make Aaron laugh. So. <laughs> Dent, so basically, he falls over trying to get out of his rig, mm-hmm. right? But then he fall. The oil spills onto one half of his face, and he just doesn't even try to lift his head. He's like, no, no, he's like, yeah. And I was like, what is it, Coke? Like, I was curious what the what the soup was, you know, that he was maybe some syrup. Yeah, because he was had to lay in that a lot. So I wondered. The Joker escapes custody, extracts the fortunes locations from Lao, and burns all of it, killing Lao in the process. Wow! 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 In Gotham General Hospital, Dent is driven to madness over the loss of Rachel, which he blames on Batman, Gordon, and the Joker. Gordon visits Dent, horrified by what happened to him, <laughs> demands Gordon to use the nickname the cops have given him, Two-Face. I know, they already called him Two-Face, yeah. Yeah. which makes me, makes me think he was an asshole. Yes. It's just all... Like cosmic, that yeah. he, they called him Two Face. Mm-hmm. He now, flips a the coin, coin that has is his two faces. Thing, it has two faces on it. And, and then, actually, I don't know if you noticed this, but he ends up having two completely oh, different looks. Depending on so which way you're. Happened. Yes. Okay. I did see that this yes. time. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so one his side face. of his face is. 
so different. Mm. I sort of thought it almost went too far. It was pretty yes. upsetting. The uh, eyeballs just sitting <laughs> just there. Sitting there. His is, mouth is pulled completely. <laughs> it's all just muscle, uh-huh. and then his mouth is like completely shown. So that actor's it, teeth are yes. exposed on one half of his face. Also. There was a part where he wiped his face and parts of his skin was coming off. Oh, yeah, because like, he tried real. to drink. Because he tried real. to drink something. Yeah, some fell out. Yeah, it was fucking like, gross. Die, 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 die. <laughs> it was nasty. I was really upset about it. Part of Batman, you know, is that like Batman and the Joker, like they don't really have superpowers. Yeah. Like they're not like everything is physically possible that they're doing, if implausible. And like with Two Face, it's like. Yes, f- by all means, fuck up his face. Yeah. But don't have it be that, like, it's just structurally, physically could not no. happen. No, yeah. <laughs> especially compared it's too to extreme. Um, Tommy Lee Jones, which was yeah. more like, I was a cartoon. Obviously. That was but, a full blown I mean, feel like that character is kind of leaning into it. Like, and he's being like, I'm funny evil now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then this guy was more like, I should be dead. Like, this yeah. is yes. clinically, he refused skin grafts, he refused yes. medication. Yeah. Yep. I'm mm-hmm. fine with all of it except the suit. Also being like split into <laughs> yes. in the same way. Wait, was so it? I guess I he like, like some I... of it was like singed. Oh, it's okay. half singed. It's yeah, like yeah, goes yeah. straight down the middle. <laughs> and so you're just like, okay, he went and got his suit from yeah. like the back. They should have just thrown it Why? out. Is it a so unharmed the eyeball itself yeah. is totally <laughs> functional and it's fine that it, he can't blink or let it ever get lubricated <laughs> yeah. it literally functions perfectly fine just rolling around in the sky it's pretty upsetting it's like the hocus pocus book. and everyone takes it pretty well everyone's yeah. like honestly no one's like ah yeah Gary old yeah. man a little bit when he turns toward him is like <sighs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Wayne Enterprises accountant Coleman Reese deduces the Batman's uh, yes. identity and att- attempts Reese. to expose it. Oh, yeah, that guy's a little asshole. Well, this, this, this is pretty fun. <laughs> Lu- Lucius Fox is so good and so smart, uh, but it's like the Batmobile blueprints are just like just laying in around a, in a file for everyone. <laughs> Never see him find her. He's like, "Hey, I've got uh, your original drugs of the Batmobile. I have now the identity, like the best kept secret goes, in the world." But like, then, like Morgan Freeman's like, "So you think?" That a billionaire is uh, playing Batman at night, and uh, you can just blackmail him. Like basically, like you're mm-hmm. fucked if you try to say this. But yeah. I also he feel just like does it he anyway. could have. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, he, and he does it by the going Joker, on, like, yeah, yeah, like a Manhattan News Network yeah. style call-in show. <laughs> so before mm. he reveals the Batman's identity, people are allowed to call. The, the, call like, the lines are call. open. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have you ask questions, I guess, other than who's Batman. Yeah, <laughs> and then he's gonna say who it is. But it's and pretty funny, and then the Joker's watching TV at that time. I he's know. like, hey, hey, don't, don't say anything. He just like hangs out. <laughs> it's really funny. He's chilling. The Joker threatens to blow up a hospital until unless Reese is killed. So while the jo- while the police evacuate hospitals and Gordon struggles to keep Reese alive. By the way, evacuating a hospital seems like a really stressful situation. Like, yeah, it's like yeah. get everyone Nightmare. out of there. I'm like, how the like, fuck? what if we're in surgery? A lot of yeah. them have machines. And exactly, stuff. it doesn't yeah. seem like a good idea. Sucks. The Joker disguises a nurse, which really creeped me out. Yeah, meets with a disillusioned dent in the hospital, persuading him to take the law into his also own hands. Also, another great event, Rachel. Part of the movie, I'm sure many others have commented on. This nurse, <laughs> you know, is wearing like a little mask, but even with the mask is like still kind of unconventional looking mm-hmm. and is like standing over Harvey Dent's bed and he's looking at the nurse and then just like pulls this little hospital mask off and Harvey's just like, ah! yeah. <laughs> it's like all of it was weird funny. before. Yeah. 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 
Also, what's going on with the Joker's hair? Is it a well, Jerry he put curl? Like a, is oh, it his regular? Because he put like the wig on. He had a wig on first well, when he wanted wig. to shoot someone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but, but then yeah, normal, I think it's just sort of stringy, it like, never been washed kind of situation. It's yeah, so it's stringy, never been. He probably washed. stinks like fucking shit. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is the spot. Probably. <laughs> He's got. There's no way. He yeah, his teeth smell are bad. just they're like corn. They're the corniest corn yellow anyone's ever seen. It was so gross. But somebody's in. Solid. That. Oh like, my god. It's oh, like, sure. yeah. The Joker man fucks. He. F- I don't think it's consensual. Mm. <laughs> That's my guess. That's pretty dark. <laughs> <laughs> but I think pretty spot on. I mean, unfortunately, yeah. I mean, do you think people are like, "Hey, babe, let's"? I don't know. Maybe somebody. sometimes you meet people with yellow teeth like that who have a partner, and it's, you're like, huh. "It's <laughs> not traditional. It's not what. Yellow it's not what like I that. think of. Uh, you know." But yeah, because I'm like also like. Does he jack off? Like right. he's doing he a lot of stuff. I think so. But does That's so he? interesting. You think he or might does he get off on denying off. himself that he does, particular yeah. like pleasure? Like he doesn't want to kill Batman. No, like, but the Joker's got a kink. Yeah. Yeah. As we know, mm-hmm. like that can be really dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it, if it builds up like that. He definitely like, like yes. puts a belt around his neck while he does it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when he sees Maggie Gyllenhaal at the Dent fundraiser, he does comb his hair. That's right. And so he knows, like, okay, this is not, like, going to (laughs) work. Yeah. He goes, like, I have to be a little presentable. I can't just, like, roll in here. Like, I just got out of bed. Like, this is a classy lady. He comes it with a knife, which is, like, not. I feel like. like, like, That's what he has. It kind of works. No, it looks better. Yeah. kind of hot. I guess he's attractive. He <laughs> really think by about the it. end of this, we're yum, like yum, yum. the Joker's the hottest character in the series. <laughs> the look is great, and the nur- the nurse scene is like where it does take a leap for me to. This is one of the best performances ever captured on film. I yeah. just think like the movie was not as good as I remembered for me. But the performance is still like the scene the that you reference where he goes like, do I look like a guy with a plan? Or, I'm just no, like, I this actually, is so fucking awesome. This is going to sound really stupid, but it's perfect for our podcast. Mm-hmm. I forgot Batman was in this. I actually thought it was a Joker based yeah. movie. I re- I had seen it and I was like, I don't remember the Batman part of that movie. And he got nominated for best supporting actor, which is insane. That it's, is insane. It's like such, was and one. Was 27 yeah. when he died? I think he so. Was, he was, he was yeah. so young, so he, he was, was really young in this he role. Was yeah. really he young. seems older. Mm, he seems so much older. Yeah, does feel older. Yeah, Them teeth went ham. <laughs> it's yeah, it's and that really scene, good. the hospital scene, is so iconic. Now you just see it like repeat. It's like memed so yeah. often. Mm-hmm. So many other things in this movie. I feel like the idea, like you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. I feel like it's a good quote. It's now shared completely unironically, like where people aren't just like, "Hey, you're quoting Batman." <laughs> did you did you know that? I feel like people think it's like George Bernard Shaw <laughs> or something. I just hear people say that. <laughs> Maybe I'll get that tattooed to me next. <laughs> All right, I support it. Then defers his decision making to his half scarred, two headed coin, killing the corrupt officers and the mafia involved in Rachel's death. As panic grips the city, the Joker reveals two evacuation ferries. He only kills the one officer. He punches the other okay. one. Oh, okay. Okay. Batman fandom wiki. Comes literally up, comes up heads. Getting a little mm. broad Also, they didn't at the talk about. And her, and her mom was in the hospital, so they got her early. 
They also didn't talk about the Batman fan wiki about the cell phone inside of a man who wasn't feeling that too good. That was crazy. Yeah. That was wild. He's like, I just want my one call. I want my one call. And I was like, who is he going to call? It was really funny, call? but he kept saying that. I know. Cell phone inside like, I just want my call. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind, of, kind of silly. And, and then he the calls and it rings in a and man's stomach the and then it blows up. up. <laughs> Which is wild. <laughs> Bullies the guard into beating him up so that he can beat him up back. Yeah. <laughs> and the guard kind of knows it's going to happen. Seemingly, he's just like, okay. This is what we're doing. All right. I am taking the bait big time. Yeah. I'm uh, outclassed. <laughs> <laughs> the Joker reveals two evacuation ferries, one carrying civilians, the other are prisoners, and they're rigged to explode at midnight unless one group sacrifices the other. This was a big dilemma. The it really was. Sure so was. One group wow, had... it is a dilemma. <laughs> it That's is exactly a dilemma. What it was kind of stressful. So, like, one group <laughs> is all prisoners on the boat, the other group is civilians. It's and something of a prisoner's, a prisoner's dilemma. dilemma, isn't yeah. it? Wow. The prisoners have a dilemma. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and they have to decide whether they're going to kill them kill, or yeah. see if they get killed. Or yeah. It's just too hard. It's wild. And they argue back and forth. Uh, but in the end, to the Joker's disbelief, the passengers refuse to kill one another. Batman's annoying about this because like, everyone's going like, hang on, something might blow up. And he's like, no, there's not going to be any fireworks. And it's like, well... Maybe, yeah. like, sure. It's like, when, like somebody's like know. so sure of like the outcome of like a sporting yeah. event, and then it's like, and it happened. It's like, yeah, but it could have not. Yeah. Like, why were you lucky? Tiny Lister <laughs> is going to intervene. <laughs> <laughs> Seen Friday, <laughs> an uh, unlikely candidate <laughs> to fill such a role. <laughs> I did like that part. He's oh, like, yeah. you won't yeah. do what it. To him? I'll do it. Just say yeah. I gave it, I took I'm going to do force. what you should have done like, a long time ago. Yeah. Throw it out the window. Throw it right out the window. It. Does it hit the butt? Throw the remote the thingy. And I guess I know. Yeah. And the water. Does, yeah. <laughs> just like, does it cause it to malfunction? <laughs> you know what? I'm actually just going to put it down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Batman subdues the Joker before he can detonate the fairies, but refuses to kill him. Before the police arrest the Joker, he says, although Batman proved incorruptible and the city, the citizens still seem to believe in the power of good or over evil, his plan to bring down the White Knight succeeded. I love that scene where he's just like upside down. Yeah. yeah. That was wild. That was cool. With the Joker hanging yeah. upside down. And then they, but they showed us him right side yeah. up. And I was wondering when they decided that should be how we see it or if he should be hanging upside down. That I don't know. Because it was kind of an interesting choice. But what a fucking performance hanging yeah. upside down. They flipped it. I mean, it was great. Dent, that's true. Dent takes Gordon's family hostage, blaming his negligence for Rachel's death. He flips his coin to decide their fates, saying that chance is the only morality in a cruel world. But Batman tackles him to save Gordon's son. We were kind of, yeah, going over that pretty quickly. Dent falls to his death. That was a long scene. Yeah. Believing Dent really is the long. hero. It was really late last night when we got to this. Yeah. <laughs> I said, it's got to go. Yeah. The yeah. city needs, uh, the, he's the hero the city needs, and the truth of the corruption will harm Gotham. So Batman takes the blame for his death and actions and persuades Gordon to conceal the truth. Alfred burns an undelivered message to Wayne from Rachel, mm. where she revealed she chose Dent when she could no longer wait for Bruce. And Fox destroys the invasive surveillance network that helped the Batman find the Joker. The city mourns Dent as a hero. Gordon destroys the bat signal and the police launch a manhunt for Batman. And he runs off between all those crates and things. Yeah. And 
which I thought was like pretty decent like, shot. Ah, yeah, ah, ah, and weirdly, ah, it really ah. worked for me the music at the end and everything, and the whole like, mm-hmm. why you know why is he running? Because we have to chase him. Like all that. I yeah. I, I like it. Yeah, I, I liked thought it, it too. Great. I, just, yeah. I just felt bad that his reputation was being tarnished by mm-hmm. like how you explained it. So. They, there's no real follow, and I, I actually forget. Was Heath Ledger dead when the movie came out? Wow, I forgot oh, that. Okay. That's so crazy. Yeah. So it does feel like you know, is like I guess he's in jail, but they never really say he doesn't like get away. Uh, but they do. I wonder if they were planning on doing the type of thing that they did with Scarecrow, where like he's really hard to catch mm-hmm, for an yeah. entire movie and then uh-huh. at the beginning of this one they're just like put gotcha. him right in jail yeah, right. <laughs> see you later All right. it was weird how right. Scarecrow so, was there for two seconds you honestly didn't have to explain him ever I, I didn't need to see yeah. Scarecrow again yeah, I, would I be agree. fine if he just didn't appear but mm-hmm. sure so awards and reception for this film the Dark Knight is commonly considered one of the greatest comic book adaptations ever made and one of the greatest films of its era it currently holds a 94% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Ledger's performance was widely praised, and he won a posthumous Ac- Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor. Um, and it's ranked higher than Batman Begins. I really do find that confusing. I find that confusing, too. But I think people really just like Heath Ledger's performance. I think performance. that's what it is. Yeah, I think that really solidified people being like, this is the best one. Yeah. Uh, the Dark Knight made more money in six days than in the entire domestic run of Batman Begins. Its box office total was $533.3 million, making it the highest grossing comic book superhero and Batman film, the highest grossing film of 2008, and the second highest grossing film ever, unadjusted for inflation behind Titanic. Wow. That's crazy. That's, I wild. feel like the other one made like $40 million or something. Yeah, it, was it didn't like make that wild. much. <laughs> I'm making that up, but unlike <laughs> previous movies. Million. Huh? Would love to have $40 million. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that'd be nice right my Just like, sure. does it. You yeah, know. that'd be cool. No, we don't need to shit on forty million in order to, <laughs> in order to celebrate the five hundred million. <laughs> Unlike previous movies in the franchise, this film became part of a larger cultural conversation. Many saw the themes of morality and plot points around interrogation to be a response to the American approach to anti-terrorism. Let's do trivia. <laughs> no way. No way. During the first four days of scheduled shooting, nothing was filmed. What? Nope, not one thing. Instead, Christopher Nolan screened two movies per day for the cast and crew with a break in between. Why? The eight movies were in order Heat, Cat People, Citizen Kang, King Citizen Kane, King Kong, Batman Begins. Oh, that's funny. Uh, Black Sunday, <laughs> Clockwork Orange. So we've been watching a lot Black of movies. 17. Uh, you know, these are, these are all relevant in different ways. <laughs> He's kind of like a cat and mouse game yeah. between a good guy and a bad guy. Uh, but, you know, I do think we should also watch the movie Batman Begins. <laughs> <laughs> We're just showing classics. And also, you might want to know what happened to your character yeah. before you got here. <laughs> Just a little catch up. Rachel, obviously, you weren't here for the first yeah. one. Maybe you'll want to see what you did before. Um, <laughs> in preparation for his role as the Joker, Heath Ledger hid away in a motel room for about six weeks, diving deep into the, the psychology of the character and developing the character's eccentric tics, voice, and laughter. His goal was to create a tone that didn't echo the work Jack Nicholson did in the 1989 performance of the Joker. It's true. It's Instead, good. his inspiration was a mixture of Sid Vicious from the band Sex Pistols and Malcolm McDowell's character from A Clockwork Orange. Mm-hmm. His vocal coach has said that Heath had to continuously lick his lips due to his prosthetic coming off whenever he spoke, eventually deciding to make this a tick of his character, which was, I liked it. It's yeah, great. I liked it yeah, too. Because yeah. it feels like it was, his, you, you think that his scars just feel raw yeah. all the time. Like, yeah. 
It's nasty. Uh, Though many speculated that his approach to the character was the cause of Heath's sudden death from drug toxicity in January of 2008, his family has said that he loved playing this role and that it was his insomnia and an accidental combination of sleeping pills that caused his death. They have to say that, though. It was definitely <laughs> him it was, being the joke. It was definitely acting. The joke. It was definitely doing so make believe well, everyone who's ever so played the role. Yeah, yeah but they're like, it's the character, this not the internal thing in his actual life. <laughs> Everyone's really dumb. And if you survive that, then you weren't committing to it. <laughs> Nolan opted for CGI rather than prosthetics for Two-Face. Reasoning, oh, I thought it was prosthetics. I thought it was prosthetics, too. Reasoning oh, okay. that no matter how good the prosthetics were, they would be adding to his face where he wanted to look like part of his face was taken away. I mean, away. I did. I I thought the mouth thing was somehow real. I thought it was I real, guess, too. I, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, that I was get, really that well eye, done. That's, that's, that's CG. Well, here's yeah. A, yeah, the eye, yeah. Yeah, that eye was wild. Yeah. Here's a weird little tenuous connection that I made during the film but so Killian Murphy who played yeah. the Scarecrow, Scarecrow mm-hmm. was in Peaky Blinders mm. which was about all those like roving gangs with razor blades mm. in like the UK and that is where like there were these there were these razor blade gangs in Scotland that would give you that scar really? That, really? Yeah, yeah, it was called a Glasgow right, smile, or later a Chelsea smile, where they would <sighs> they would they would cut it so, and then it would hurt, and you would scream, and it would make the scar bigger and bigger. <gasps> Yeah. And that is something they used to oh. do, and that is the inspiration for so that's where Heath they Ledger's got makeup. The idea to do that on Peaky Blinders is he's like, "Hey, I have actually something from the set of a movie I, actually I was just in did this thing." The Dark but it's just like he's oh in the movie, God. he's in the Batman, and then the next movie, the villain has that same. He only does thing things that where people have had stuff. their cheeks cut up. I have a question about so the the Two Face being CGI and stuff. I was watching this movie. Wondering if like a 15 year old today or something would watch it and feel like it looks old. Yeah. Because to me, it just looks like movies. That's what that's what movies look like. I think it's a good question. But it came out 15 years ago. And so But sometimes I think it's it it goes so far now that it looks more fake. Like it's so I I sometimes have a problem with CGI now, but maybe that's me being older than the people who are. I think it's still pretty good. Yeah. I think what, how it is in the movie. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But like, it just feels like the different. You could really tell the difference between a movie shot in the late seventies and yeah. early nineties. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But can we just not tell the difference because of being so old and busted? Right. You know. Yeah. Oh, That's maybe. a good question. We got to get a I team don't know. In here. Uh, when we watched what was it, Batman Begins? I was like, this feels current. I feel like this yeah. one also that feels one current. To so, me, it absolutely yeah. did. Yeah. It could have been made like, this yeah. year. Yeah. That's yeah. how I feel. With I the can't CGI tell. Included. Except the phones. The phones yeah. were crazy. Yeah. The phones were teeny tiny. Yeah. <laughs> my I watch like animated movies with my kids now. Like the first you watch the first like Toy Story or whatever, and you're like, yeah, it looks different. Yeah. yeah. But like it doesn't really doesn't look bad to me. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But a a kid, like like a younger person could probably be like, This looks like shit. Yeah. Like yeah. they didn't know how to do it yeah. yet. Yeah. You know? Scary. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of Killian Murphy, he reprises his role as Dr. Jonathan Crane, a.k.a. the Scarecrow, from Batman Begins. And this film, this makes him the first actor to reprise the role of a Batman villain in the whole film franchise because he also comes into The Dark Knight Rises. Oh. That's right. I think so he we'll gets, see. Yeah. Interesting. While filming the chase scene with the Joker and the SWAT vans, one of only four IMAX cameras in the world <laughs> at that time was destroyed. Oh, wow. That's pretty funny. <laughs> that sucks. Goodbye. How do they only have four? Because it's IMAX, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the movie had a huge viral marketing campaign. Those big screens. Oh. 
including having 22 bakeries around the world or on the country bake cell phones into cakes. Fans were meant to call the phone and wait for instructions no. from the Joker. One such cake was sent to a newsroom thinking it was an act of terrorism. They evacuated the building. Well, Wild. yeah, it doesn't seem good to yeah. have a phone ringing inside yeah, a cake. Yeah, this is a bad idea. It's not good. Not good. The it car- would scare me. It would. It, it would, would scare, scare any me. old person. I probably wouldn't even finish my second piece. <laughs> <laughs> The character of Reese is an allusion to the who's Reese? The the guy who was trying to blackmail Batman. Oh. Reese, you remember Reese? <laughs> <laughs> it's I Reese. Care. Sorry about it. <laughs> is an allusion to it's the Reese. Riddler who attempts to reveal the identity of Batman, much like uh Edward Nigma, whose name sounds like Enigma as an E Nigma. Mr. Reese sounds like Mr. Reese. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I, didn't get that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. If that's First of all, mysteries. his name is—I mean, his name's Coleman Reese. Yeah, like maybe Coleman is a reference to the Cold Man, Mister Freeze. Coleman Freeze. Coleman Freeze. Mister Freeze. Just as plausible as yeah. this. That <laughs> one doesn't theory. feel good. Uh, okay, that let's one doesn't let's feel good. Let's take a good. quick break. We'll be back with more technique. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, From grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Hi there. It's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. And we're back. We're back. Holy Batman, Batman. It's our new segment. We'll rate Christian Bale on the definitive newcomer's Batman scale. We're going to use our phones to rank Batman across five unique characteristics. Preparedness. How prepared is this Batman? Does he get to use his little gadgets and tools? Detective abilities. Does the Batman get to be a little detective? Is he good at mystery solving? Voice graveliness. How gravelly is this Batman's voice? Sadness. How lonely and brooding emo is this Batman? And finally, hotness. Horniness. Mm, How horny does Batman? So everybody scan this QR code with your phone. 
and then we're going to get your ratings and we'll aggregate them. Oh my God. We were just about to do this exact thing on, on our show. <laughs> we're just getting into QR codes. Wait, is Morgan Freeman not in the next one? Because I was pretty upset about him being like, I have morals and I got to get out of here. I, he's in there. He is? Mm-hmm. Good. We talked about this, how like Batman is canonically the world's greatest detective and like he needs to be doing detective stuff and in all the movies for whatever, even though like he's not really a detective. Yeah. I mean, we learned that he was originally a detective in the original comic or something. Yeah. So I guess that's probably why that's still in there. But I don't feel like he's, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't, that doesn't feel like one of the things I think about when I'm watching, like he figured it out. Fair. I think he's always popping up and saw like he's yeah. always like helping people. Like, yeah, he like, like figures it out as he's going. Yeah. Well, they yeah they don't show they don't show the math a lot. Like yeah. there's yeah. like the thing where when when Mister Lau walks out and Lucius is like I think this guy's like business is dirty and then he's like you knew already and it's like you he always knows yeah. what's going on. Okay, but right. they don't show him like putting it together that much. Well, yeah. he did take a piece of the wall and do bullet that, ballistics. That's his big detective <laughs> yeah. moment. That's why yeah. I ranked him so high. Okay. Is everyone in? We're all yeah, in. Okay. I did it. Okay, so preparedness, we said 71.5%. I'm the exception on preparedness. Uh, it does The one time where they like save Harvey Dent and then they're like, hey, wait, where'd he go? Like that, he just mm. feels a little bit behind it yeah. sometimes. Also, okay. after he does the bullet thing and he knows where the Joker is and like he's maybe about to kill the mayor and stuff, mm-hmm. it's during the event. Like the event has already begun, <laughs> so I sort of feel like he's a little, a little late, late on that yeah. one as well. Also, why did he go as Bruce Wayne on a motorcycle and not as Batman? I didn't get he that says, either. During the day, de- well, that's the lamp. Oh yeah. When he hops on, I was like, you're risking a lot right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They might know who you are. Get your costume on. Sweetie. But also, Christian Bale on a motorcycle. Ooh. Yeah. Give me him on a hog fine. again. Um, detective ability, 86%. We felt he was a pretty good detective. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I just feel like it wasn't a focus. But I think you're right. The math doesn't show. Like, he usually He's, just shows up where like, I think if they were showing, they're probably here because there are other movies where they show, yeah, they show Batman putting things together more. The big um, one is that crime scene where he's like, I need 10 minutes before your guys yeah. contaminate the scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Gary Oldman's like, what the fuck? Like, and he, it's like their job. Yeah, he figures out, like, he knows what apartment the people are tied up in. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. he's like, he's, yeah, he does put some stuff yeah. together. Um, um, I thought pretty good. Pretty good job with that. Voice graveliness, we gave him Ooh, 100%. Baby. It's about as gravelly yeah. as it is. I don't think you can get yeah. any yeah. more. Like, yeah. that end He's scene. doing it as well as it's being modified. Yes. Like, there was one movie where someone's being, they just lowered the pitch. Yeah, where but, you could barely tell. I yeah. think that was Michael Keaton. No, I think it was no. who was after. Val, Val Kilmer. Kilmer. I don't know, but the scene where after he saves the boy or whatever and he's doing that big long speech, I was like, is his throat going to fall out? I know. Yeah. Like, it sounds like oh, it hurts. So and he's like, can I just talk like Bruce for a second? Because like, yeah. it's just so much it's easier. Like, not okay for me. <laughs> I also liked when he was Bruce Wayne and he was talking to the guy who was uh, blindfolded. He did the Batman voice. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yes. that's great. That's actually pretty, Just yeah. that's cute. Yeah. And yeah. I guess what the happened? disguise... But and people talk about this with Superman or whatever, but like Christian Bale's 
speech impediment is like very distinctive and the way his mouth kind of re- like you just look at that right. and you're like no, okay his, that's his only his teeth? mouth does yeah, you that. are right <laughs> he did talk about his that his teeth are really a bunch of teeth noticeably yes. shaped yeah and like yeah the way his yeah. tongue is moving in this gif i'm like no one yeah. else in the world talks like i think this, i'd be I like, like. i think you're bruce wayne how does <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, maybe people are just going along with it so that it, he keeps doing his thing. Like, you don't want to like ruin it. But know. that's what. But that's why he needs to do such a gravelly voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's got to just ru- like, he's like go, if okay. anything, well, I'm but his I've twin. talked to Bruce Wayne. Bruce yeah. Wayne never has a gravelly yeah. voice. <laughs> yeah. Um, sadness, sixty-six point five percent. I thought he was real sad, especially after Rachel died. I thought he was sad, but I feel like he wasn't that. He's sad. more hopeful in this film because he actually is seeing a way out. Uh, he's yeah, like I, Harvey yes. Dent's going to save the city. And yeah. I'm going to be with Rachel as I think the headspace that he's in for a lot of it. So he's not as brooding to yeah. me. Yeah. As other he's films. much hornier for the next one. Like this entire movie is about oh, him like, wanting to bust. Next one? No, no, oh, no, this? no. Like, this, oh. in, in this, this is much the horniest, hornier than he yeah. is sad. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. gave him 83% of hotness, horniness. I think I that should be more. more. Oh, I wanted, I gave it a little lower because I felt like. I didn't really think about sex with him that much as I was watching this. I just felt like it wasn't. I know he cared about Rachel, but I didn't feel like there was like a horniness. Like, I don't know. That boat scene really did it for me. Ooh-wee. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I wanted Kane's, more. The whole backstory with the um, jungle in Burma that they burned down. What was his job before? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> he. <laughs> He's very cavalier about describing what he was doing. That he in, hunted in a man and then burned down the the. I, I don't know what you're talking about. about. Michael Caine plays uh, Bruce Wayne's butler, Alfred. Yeah, he tells a whole the story. The whole speech he gives about like some men want to see it the world burn. Thief. We yeah. were oh, hunting this with a ruby. The shoulders of uh-huh. a jewel thief. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it is the kind of thing that you do need little breaks in the movie, and there are moments like that where you can just kind of like <laughs> zone out, completely bit. disassociate. Yeah, for I think a few I did because I really I don't, don't know remember what that. that. Is, but yeah. I, but I did love these two old men just like running around for Batman. Yeah, it was like it's, kind it's of really adorable. Yeah. They really like they're his two dads. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. He has helpers. Mm-hmm. Okay, so right now our averages uh, have made it so that Christian Bale is the top Batman mm-hmm. for no. one and two. Then we go to Michael Kilmer, Kil- Michael Kilmer, <laughs> Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, Kevin Conroy, Michael Keaton again in Batman Returns is number six. Adam West is number seven, and mm, lowest on the scale Lord. is George Clooney right now. George Clooney yeah. right now. Yeah, we right now. Know. This you could change. It's not his fault. I, I'm surprised yeah. Batman Returns isn't higher. I think we just loved uh, Christian Bale so much. Yes. That it kind of yeah. just blew everything out of the water. Yeah. Also, we had other people weighing in. You know, it's like Kevin Conroy, I know, is a huge fan favorite. And we had Doughboys on ranking that. They probably mm-hmm. were like more obsessed with him mm, than we okay. were about Michael Keaton. Yeah. And it throws it off, you know? Yeah. Um, all right. And I was a little tough on Batman Returns because I didn't realize we were going to watch Batman forever. Yeah. And that was going to be that. And yeah. also Batman being sad like contributes to his score here for yes, example yes. i didn't uh-huh. know we were doing right. an overall score i I, I, I didn't either I but didn't that's either. true that adam we west weren't. wasn't sad he's not no sad. So not at all he should be lower on that yeah um we also have the new segment from taryn killam <laughs> how did the score score so go around and give uh your one sentence opinion on the score soundtrack of the movie who who, who felt anything this was a, again by Hans zimmer did you i feel? thought it was good i thought it was good as well yeah like, it made me feel things. Me too. It's moody. It's like, it's funny because like comparing it, we didn't talk about the scores much with the previous films. No. Where the scores are insane. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. with 
Tim Burton, and I'm, but also um, more importantly, I would say the the one with Joel Schumacher. The Schumacher oh, one. Batman yeah, Forever and Batman and Robin, like, where you're like, was there music? Yeah, or it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't notice it as much in this one, except for... The ending is when I notice it, when okay. he's yeah. running, and he's like, it's why swells. does he have to run? Because yeah. we have to chase him, and the music's building yeah. up. Right. I find it really emotionally effective. Yeah. Yes, and Mary Holland yesterday was like, Hans Zimmer talked about how he only uses two notes, really. It's like... Yeah, uh, one is... And, yeah, and you really... <laughs> <laughs> and the other one is... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only time I noticed it is in, in the WB logo... <laughs> When it like ripples, it, it makes like a haw sound. And you're like, oh, yeah, we're he here. didn't use yeah. as much score in this because I know, like, I feel like Inception and Tenet and Oppenheimer, there is music the entire It's way bigger. Film. Yeah. Like, it's in so yeah. much. It's just like, yeah. yeah, I mean, Oppenheimer, it's like every, because most of the scenes are people like talking in like a an office of some kind. But I heard There's that. There's so much it's like music underneath. It's like louder than the talking or something. Yeah. The music is constant and then there's like a big climactic scene where they kind of drop the sound out and I'm like this is so incredibly effective because there's been so much sound the whole movie it's like I think he got more into it (laughs) (laughs) Um, five kapows it's time Mm -hmm. for reviews we are going to be reading reviews from Letterboxd and we also will each give our own one sentence review of this movie with a star rating so think about that but for anyone who doesn't know, Letterboxd is a social platform where people can write reviews of films. You can follow our show on Letterboxd at Newcomers. Are you guys on Letterboxd? Um, no. I made an account, but I've never used it at all. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. protecting your name? Yeah. I just don't want anyone else to be able to pretend <laughs> to be me on Letterboxd. <laughs> I like to I let the that. movies uh, speak for themselves. Fair. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, the Lil Yankee gave it five stars and said, everything has been said. And wow, what a review. Yeah. Half a star, Elias R. Garcia said, an overrated film that ain't got nothing on Batman and Robin. Oh, that's a crazy take. You love Batman and Robin. I did love Batman and Robin. Okay. It was just so unhinged. Yeah. And every choice was the wrong one. Yeah. And they put it all together and released it to the public. Yeah. That's fun. What would you guys rate this movie and what do you want to say about it? What's the rating system that I'm doing? Five Five stars. One, One through five or I guess a half through five. Yeah. I'm going to give it four and a half stars. I, I was mm. going to say when I the first time I saw it in the theater, I think I gave it five stars, which it also may be a better theatrical experience than yeah. just a movie. Because mm. when he did jump off the big high building in uh, Hong Kong, I, I was like thinking about the IMAX experience. Of that, yeah. where I was like, God, your stomach mm-hmm. must drop when you're in the yeah. theater seeing this. Like I it, it. So I do think that like it dropped down a little bit for me from first viewing, but it's got to be, yeah, four, and, four, four and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing it in IMAX when uh, he's like drifting on his motorcycle and the wheels are like turning Ugh. to the side, being like moved. I yeah. was mm-hmm. like tearing up. I was so, <laughs> it was so cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Does it hold up for you? Yeah. I mean, yeah. not like... Uh, I would totally give it five stars. Yeah. I think it rocks. And yeah. my one sentence review is um, something Sean said on our show years ago that I still think about all the time, which is, why are you being so serious? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give it four and a half stars and I'm going to say, it's more of a Joker film than a Batman film, but I'm here for it. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it also four and a half stars. And I guess I'm going to say... 
I like the Joker. Give me more Batman. Yeah. And where Katie Holmes at? Uh, yeah, I miss her a little bit. I'll I love Maggie Gyllenhaal, but... I'll yeah. give my one sentence. Sorry, I forgot to do it. Um, my one sentence review is, you either die a five-star theater experience or you live long enough become a four-and-a-half-star home experience. <laughs> yes. Wow. That's, right. totally. That's such a good rating mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or review, I should say. Um, and we also love to read reviews of our own podcast. We do. We love compliments. <laughs> this one's from someone who just typed every letter on the keyboard. And they gave it five stars and they said, please come back and do Batman well, with a happy tear. guess tier. what, motherfucker? We We're are. in the thick of it. So please go review us on Apple Podcasts. We'll pick one to read on the next episode. And read us on Spotify. Give us five stars. Do you guys have anything you want to plug? Hollywood Handbook. and Hatpackhat.biz. Go, go to the hatpackhat.biz and go buy a hat. <laughs> they're cute. They're yeah. And they're made by... Um, uh, Kevin Bartelt's fiance Leah, right? Mm-hmm. And they're so well done. She's so great. Right here her. in America? Yes, yeah, right the here embroidery. in LA. Yeah. And you know, you can't find a hat like this for under $30 except at hatpackhat.biz where they're $29. Wow, Ooh. and that's yeah. a steal. That's, you that's a true it? steal. It's yeah. a high quality piece. Um, it's yeah. great. The embroidery is great. The design by Hank Eubank, great. Everything about yeah. it, yeah. Oh, I just noticed it's like a sunset that looks like a hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice. a hat. Yeah, it's a hat. It's a hat, it's a hat on a hat. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. it's a hat. Um, <laughs> okay, well, thank you guys for being here. And we're going to be back next week with The Dark Knight Rises, which I have no idea what that is. I have no idea. <laughs> this one, I had some inklings yeah. as to like what happened because I think I've seen it before. Yeah. But this one, I don't fucking so know. So excited yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. I can't one. wait. Who's for you the to villain see in this it's one? It's a special one. Who's it, the it this one is the it's, best it's, one, it's, but it's that Bale. one is, yeah. the, is the most special. Yeah. Okay. This it one's is, the most special. The one yeah. coming up, I just think, is so rich. It's Uh-oh. really, there's a lot to it. Uh-oh. There's a lot there. When I actually started watching this, I accidentally clicked on the other one just because the mm-hmm. first couple words mm-hmm. are the same in the title. Mm-hmm. And I started and I knew right away, no, 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 this is yeah. the special one. Yes, I will, okay. I will be going oh, back to, no. as I was watching this one mm-hmm. and loving it, I was thinking, I cannot wait to mm-hmm. rewatch. Because we've been on a steady incline incline for me. Yes. I loved Batman and Robin, loved Batman Begins. I really liked The Dark Knight. And then you're saying this one's gonna be special? Who's coming to do it? Manzukis, I think. Great. Yeah. Let me yeah. say this. Yes. You have my permission to watch newcomers. That's okay. a little reference you'll get later. It means nothing. To <laughs> yeah, it means absolutely nothing. I'm like, what? It's a podcast. All right, bye. 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 Newcomers is a production of HeadGum Studios. Our producer is Ali Khan. Our executive producer is Anya Kanivskaya. The show is edited, mixed, and mastered by Ferris Manchi, who also composed our theme song. Follow us on Letterboxd at Newcomers and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We might just read it on the next show. Bye. That was a HeadGum original.